Hello. See, I like that. That's great right there. That's great right there. All right, so I'm Jesus Chuy Enriquez from the Oakland Roots. I play winger. And make sure that you guys tune in with Hello Football. Juan Guerra, Oakland Roots head coach. Todd Donovan, Sacramento Republic FC president and general manager. Charlie Dennis, player for Oakland Roots. This is Hello Football. Hey, this is Andy Barbier. I'm from Oakland Roots. And this is Hello Football. Hello, listeners. This is Hello Football back once again. It's the start of a new season. It's great to be back. I'm Simon Campbell. I'm here with Doug Zimmerman. Doug, how are you doing? I'm doing good. I'm back on the East Coast, but I'll be back on the West Coast in time for the opening of the USL Championship season. So for Oakland Roots, things are looking slightly different after what was a fairy tale season last year. Lots of ups, lots of downs, but in the end, a fairly successful debut in the USL Championship. They got to the playoffs. They did much better than probably a lot of people predicted in their first season. Um, but yeah, new coach, a whole bunch of new players. It's looking kind of interesting. There was a fairy tale season last year from where they started to basically being one penalty kick away from possibly going to semifinal and losing to the eventual champion, Orange County. Um, you know, it's it, it was so close to being that fairy tale season that would have been pretty amazing to to have heard about, but just they just fell a little bit short. Mm-hmm. Um, it's interesting to see like the, one of the strong points from last year, the defense is looking, if anything, much, much stronger. Um, a majority of the, the players they've signed have been defenders. And I think uh, a strong settled backline that they had last year is only, um, they've lost one player, Kai Green, who was a stand-up performer at center back last year, but um, they've recruited some really, really interesting players there. Yeah, it's um, it, it definitely seems clear that the team is um, going to build on what was ended up being pretty much their strength last season, which was their defense. That really, um, you know, because their offense was, you know, hit and miss through a good part good part of the season. But um, they when their offense got solid, they really pushed that. And um, it seems like this year with the new uh, new man in charge, um, it's still the defense first is going to be um, what they're aiming for. I'm curious to see, to see whether it's going to go with a back four or perhaps we'll see, I don't know, three centre-backs. They've certainly got the roster now to experiment there and perhaps, yeah, fill in some gaps. Yeah, I, I mean, it, it could they could possibly go with the back three and because um, they have so many good centre-backs now. They could just put the, might as well put three of them on the field and then, you know, take that attacking, uh, you know, keep that midfield kind of packed in and have a lot more attacking power out wide. Um, you know, two of the best players last year, um, you know, on the defense were, were the, uh, where's um, Hakeem Ward and Memo Diaz, um, who mm-hmm. are back this year mm-hmm. um, and played out wide. And they added a lot on the defense, but also a lot on the offense. So it's definitely going to be, you know, definitely that could be one of the, the, the steps this year. It'd be really interesting to see how they, um, how they play it. Yeah, of the, of the new guys, I'm really intrigued to see what happens or how Danny Barbier progresses this year. He's a young player with a lot of uh, potential upside, but a really smooth centre-back. Obviously, he's pretty tall. That always helps, but um, he's got a lot of other things, a lot of other strings to his bow. Um, came up really interesting route um, to the roots. Uh, time in England, he's had time in other places as well. Um, and yeah, really interesting to see. I think he's a, a guy that has last year was on a well, sporting Kansas City too, who were by all accounts one of the 
no offense, like one of the weakest teams in the USL. But yeah. um, he got a settled run of games for the first time in his young career and really blossomed as a result. Statistically, he was putting on some impressive stats, like some good numbers. And I think it's a really smart piece of business. This is a young guy who definitely, at least in my opinion, he's got a lot more to contribute. And if he continues to have regular game time, I think he's only going to grow, develop further. Another centre-back as well, Alejandro Fuenmayor. Uh, he has got um, yeah top-level experience, played a bit of MLS, some international experience. And is one of the players that new coach Wangera has um, utilised his connections with, I think, to, to bring in. Um, there's a another um, player with... Uh, fuck it, sorry, lost breath with the guys. Um, yeah, another guy that they also uh, that um, Coach Gara brought in is uh, Ed, uh, Edgardo Rito, the right primarily right wing back coming from New York Rebels too. He's an interesting player. I think that Roots now have got three uh, three fullbacks who are fairly comfortable attacking. Um, again, all right footed. Uh, so I don't think there's any left footers. That doesn't really change many things from last year, but. He's yeah. a player that could perhaps contribute as well. It's good to have um, competition for places on the on the flanks, and he could be quite an exciting addition. You were at the media day, uh, and you got to meet the new uh, Roots uh, head coach. Um, so, t- just tell us a little bit about the new coach, and what were your impressions? You know, what did, what did you talk about? I'm, I'm possession oriented, possession with a purpose. I want to keep the ball. I want to make sure that we're we're offensive minded. But at the end of the day, I I, I do believe that. Um, what's huge on the way you want to play style of play uh, or game model it's it's the players it's what what the players what can they give you and um and it's that and this is what this six weeks is obviously we have identified players that we want to bring in uh, we kept a core group and a, and a solid base from last year when you put those two together we have a clear idea of the way we want to do things but um i can guarantee you and and almost 100% for sure that in a, in a 34 game season, things are going to change, things are going to transform, and we must be able to adapt, change, and transform. So, what I can guarantee you is that we're going to be a team that is going to have a lot of character, we're going to be intense, we're going to be aggressive, and when we have the ball, we're going to try to take care of it in order to create chances when we attack. As simple as that. We're going to attack together, we're going to defend together, and hopefully, we can represent this club and organization the right way. As you can hear, like one of his key messages is the the collective, the group. Um, he wants the the team to buy in, obviously, to the the ideas that he has. But I think just from spending a little bit of time with him, it's very clear that you know the 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 cohesiveness of the group, um, how the the because the, they have brought in some new players, people who perhaps don't necessarily have that kind of um, close bond with the local area, but have come from further afield. But he wants the group to to melt, to, to, to bind together, which is good to hear at this stage. Um, he's pretty fresh as well from, it's not so long ago that he was a player. The goal coming from Juan Guerra and it's one nothing Cosmos. This was actually a fairly exciting appointment by the Roots. They could have gone a totally different direction. Instead, they've gone for a player who, uh, gone for a coach who is, is young, he has progressive ideas. I think he has a very clear idea about how he wants the team to play. Um, but it, it all comes back to the messaging that he provides and at, at the core that is the kind of um, cohesive group everyone buys in incremental increases small differences and I think that's what you'll see with the roots that perhaps won't change 
a lot dramatically, but I think already um, they've had an impressive uh, preseason results-wise in comparison to this time last year when, let's be honest, things weren't really looking good. They'd lost a fair few games um, in their preseason and approached approached the, the campaign then, this time last year, with a lot of question marks hanging over the squad. Credit to the um, recruitment side of things and credit to the new coach. I think they go in with a very clear direction of, of where they want to go and how they're going to get there. It's going to be exciting. I think fans can expect to see the, this team playing perhaps a little bit more um, proactively, a bit more on the front foot, but also the type of players that they brought in will be able to, to hit teams on the break. And I think you're going to see a lot more attacking potential from, from, the, from this team. So, so how about um, the midfield? Um, it, it, I know there's a lot of people that have been retained from, from last year. Um, how do you think the midfield is going to shape up this year for the Roots? I would say key, key to it is going to be, um, again, the form of Jose Hernandez. Like, just the quality that he brings on the ball. Um, a lot of times last season, he was driving the team, not, not on his own. There was a, a good settled um, trio that they had with Wildfire, who's no longer at the club, and that's a big miss um, in a number of ways. But another key um, signing was the retention of uh, Matthias Fasore, who, together with Fernandez, I think, provides a very, very interesting and solid um, um, duo in that midfield. Whether they go with someone else in there, another body to make it a three or whether they try something slightly different perhaps with a 4-2-3-1 or a 3-5-2 or I don't know some variations therein but those two Fisori and Hernandez are going to be key Joseph Nani came in toward the end of last season he's been retained he's got a shit load of experience and if they do want someone to just sit to anchor he could provide that base there very solid yeah <laughs> so much experience, calm, and yeah, just brings a, a, a bit of quality. He is getting on a bit in, in age, no disrespect, um, veteran status, but if he can stay fit, stay healthy, he's got a lot to contribute there. I, I know you talked to uh, Chewy uh, Enriquez at um, the media day as well, um, and he's one of the players that was retained, and he, he was um, one of those players that was in and out a little bit, um, but when he came in, he made some big plays. Uh, what, what did uh, what did Chewy have to say? We went in there not thinking that, uh, not not taking that into the into our heads and saying like, hey, you know what? Everybody's talking all this smack. Everybody's saying that we're not gonna go far and that we're not gonna beat Opossum. We went in there and you know ignored that and played well. And now you know we went against OC. Unfortunately, we lost some penalties, but I think that's the mentality we gotta use. Uh, going forward in this 2022 season, you know we got a good, good group of guys. You know we got a, a full, full staff, and you know we just got to take advantage of this amazing facility as well. I'm really excited to see how he goes this season. Yeah, he was in and out last season. Um, had his moments in the team, scored a couple of really nice goals, and if you look at his stats as well, like one of the more kind of efficient, um, less profligate um, of the roots forwards, which. To be fair, like last season, they didn't necessarily threaten that much. I'm really excited to see how he goes. I think he's another player who's, um, you're seeing the benefits of uh, games, experience, still young, but I think he's got a lot of skill and I'm excited to see how he coach, goes under Coach Guerra. About the defense, um, you know, we have. I know you talked to um, one of the new defenders, um, Danny Barbera, and you talked to Emra Clementa. Um, what did you hear from both of them? Juan coming in, um... 
along with talking to Jordan and Nana, I think they uh, they worked it out perfectly to have depth in almost every position all around the squad and to have uh, to have everybody competing, right? Nobody came in here this year, myself included, thinking that, oh, this spot is mine, you know? And, if you come in, if you come in with that thought process, then you know it's an uphill battle for you. You know, um, you got to be humble, no matter where you go, no matter how big of a player you are. You know, um, but they've done a great job, like I said, bringing in guys in every position. Our defense is, is strong. We've added a lot of uh, good uh, players. I mean, Dan, uh, Barbier is six four. You know, he's a presence. Uh, Alejandro played in the MLS. Uh, um, good player. And so. With me and Tarek as well coming back, and then we've got the outside backs. We're waiting for a couple more to uh, to join us, uh, pending the visa and all that stuff. But our strong, our, our squad looks strong, man. So that was captain Emma Clementa. His new signing, Danny Papier. What led me to Oakland actually was that I was wanted here. Mm. Uh, the coach called me, and 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 really we had a really really good conversation. Um, and just you know, I saw the vision. He was he was he wanted the club to go into and. Uh, it really attracted me, you know. He, he believes in his players. He, you know, wants them to play. You know, he's not. It's, 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 it's a. He has a good. Um, can I say this? He has a good like philosophy about what he wants to bring to Oakland Roots, and I, it really attracted me to it. So Simon, I know you talked to uh, one of these signings, Charlie Dennis. Um, interesting player, interesting pickup. Um, what did you uh, learn from him? I think this is really exciting signing. Um, he. Yeah, he spent time last last year in uh, USL League One. But the thing with him, I think the fans can be excited. This is a player who will shoot a lot. He's got a rocket of a left foot. He just bangs, like, <laughs> shoots from anywhere. So um, I think, yeah, you can expect to see more shots on goal, hopefully more goals. He's an exciting player. Came up through his English, came up through... Um, an interesting route, um, spent time at the Southampton Academy, uh, played with a bunch of players who are still in the Premier League, James Wolfpass, Mac Target. Um, so yeah, he's obviously got um, a fairly yeah, good technical range, um, but yeah, you can just, this is an exciting player. Um, forward thinking, aggressive, um, just looking to, to attack. I'm quite a unique player. Um, when I was younger, I was always pretty small and um, Part of the reason I got released from Southampton when I was younger was because I didn't have the physicality. But when I started to grow and hit puberty, I started to work in the gym and sort of become, had a growth spurt and got a lot bigger. And my games, I still sort of play how a, a smaller creative player would play. And you don't really find that these days, having a six foot two attacking midfielder. But I think, yeah, I can, I can bring a lot of things to the team and um, hopefully score some goals and get some assists. So, yeah, so one of the issues the Roots had last season was their forwards. Um, you know, and they've brought in, um, you know, I believe the Iceland International um, this season to try to help address that. Um, what did you learn about that? Well, I, think, I mean, there's a, it's an interesting signing in a lot of ways. Like he, well, he, along with, so we're talking sorry, about uh, Otto Magnus Carlsen and who is from Iceland. And then there's um, another player, who the Roots got, Mikhail Torset Johnson, who's from Norway. Um, both of these guys come from Venezia in Italy. Um, yeah, it's an interesting one. Left field in some ways, so it's not always like a common route from um, Italian clubs into, into um, the USL Championship. But if 
these guys can um, live up to their uh, potential, then the Roots have got a couple of very interesting players. We've got on their CVs a number of like Europe's top clubs. There's Ajax in there, there's Feyenoord in there, there's obviously um, Venezia in there. These are no mugs. It's just going to be interesting to see how they acclimatise. But as you said, like the big, big question mark for the Roots um, is goals, is attack, is is where where. Last season, they had a couple of very experienced players in up at the top there, Jeremy Pakia and uh, Quincy Miracle, who, to be fair, like when when it was crunch time, those guys really stood up and didn't necessarily contribute in terms of dramatic goal hauls, but they both, like, when it was crunch time, I mean, yeah, Jeremy Pakia's like, contribution at the end of nabbing, like, last-minute winners and scoring crucial penalties and so on. Um, was just yeah, it's you, you, difficult to kind of quantify the, the importance of, of of that type of contribution, um, and then Quincy like just a yeah, well, what a guy, well player like really um, didn't necessarily like score half of goals, but just the way he like talks on the field, on the way to um, speak to players, um, coaching or coaxing like um, everyone, to, urging everyone to up their game to increase their levels, be as professional as possible. And just like the, the quality that he brought um, is a big miss in, in, in a lot of ways. Um, very st- strong player, strong personality. Just a, a, a person, I think it's a shame that he's not around still. But um, yeah, the roots have definitely gone in a, a slightly different direction with, in terms of the players that they've recruited. Um, they did need to address that. I think obviously like it's, it's not difficult to see that this team had a, some issues with, with, um, with tack last season and didn't score enough goals. But if one of um, the players that they've brought in can step up and hit double figures, can push, you know, 10 to 15 goals, that will make a massive, massive difference. Um, this is a, a strong squad, in my opinion. And we shouldn't go without also mentioning um, the virus for Mary's coming. Fans of Sacramento Republic will know a lot about him, but he, yeah, there he had like a, a very consistent goal record. Um, whether he plays through the middle or through um, from the the left side, I think he's going to give uh, a lot more thrust, a lot more cut, a lot more um, precision to this attack. And I think it's a, a very smart piece of business. A player with um, you know great experience um, with some very Top sides in, in Poland, I think he's got a lot to offer this Roots team. So I think that's a very exciting, exciting piece of business. And I'm also very interested to see how Johnny Rodriguez goes. I think he's a, a player who still has a lot more to, to to give the team. And I think it's going to be interesting. I wouldn't be surprised if he's also contributes more in terms of goals. Uh, I think he's a yeah, really, really promising player. And I'm so glad that he's back for another year with Oakland. Yeah, I, I think it'll be interesting to see because um, last year's team, they, they they put the team together and it, it, pretty much for the first two-thirds of the season, they were constantly t- tinkering, bringing in new guys, bringing in old guys. It'd be interesting to see if the squad that they put together, that they they have assembled, um, you know, it's there's still some question marks, I'd say, definitely on the attack. Um, you know, I mean, a lot of promise, but still question marks and see if this is the team that ends up by the end of the season or if they're going to follow the same kind of mode that they did last year where they when things they had issues in certain positions or certain places they 
they're just going to keep, you know, looking around and keep bringing people in. So, um, so that, I'm interested to see if that's the MO they're going to do uh, last year, or if, you know, the new coach is going to, you know, stick with his gun, stick with the players he's brought in. And, and, uh, this is the team he's going to see if they can grow together and see what they can, can accomplish. It's interesting there with that. We, we closed out on, uh, the Formello. Obviously, yeah, he's, he's coming from Sacramento Republic and for them, this, is going to be, well, it's certainly been a busy preseason. Um, they said goodbye to a lot of players. They said hello to even more. They've, I think, uh, time of recording, recruited 14 or 15 players, which is quite uh, quite a hefty squad turnover. But in all honesty, they probably needed to do that. I think last year was the, the first time in that franchise's history that they didn't make the playoffs. And yeah, obviously change was was needed. So um, I, I know you recently talked with, with Todd Donovan, the president of Sac Republic. Um, you know, what did you hear about his thoughts about how he put the team together this year um, and, you know, what they're, what he's hoping for for the season? I mean, yeah, it was a, a really interesting chat with, with Todd. Like they have been pretty busy. Um, I've signed, they've signed a lot of players. And they really have overhauled their squad. Um they brought in players with experience, some players with you know, points to prove, but there's some really, really interesting signings there. It's always challenging when you bring in this many players. For, for Coach Mark Briggs, it's going to be a case of getting a settled team um, and just trying to make the playoffs. I mean, last season was the first time that in uh, South Republic's history that they didn't. But for them, there was a, a fairly big shadow hanging over the club last year with the... With the uh, with the announcement that they wouldn't be getting an MLS franchise, at least not at this particular moment in time. And this was after it looked so close to, to coming, uh, like a very long-held dream. It was finally within touching distance, and then in quite cruel circumstances, it was you know, taken away. That's going to knock any team, I think. So hopefully this season will settle down and you get to see some of these new signings contribute in a positive way. Yeah, it definitely seems like the off-field issues that uh, Sacramento had to deal with, you know, ownership issues, you know, MLS apparently falling away. Like, I think it did seem like it really was just a huge cloud over the team. So um, it'll be really interesting to see how they rebound in a year where like they firmly know, like, okay, they're in the USL. Like, this is where they're going to be for at least a foreseeable future. So, uh, and see how they rebound and become, and, try to reclaim their mantle as one of the, the premier teams in the league. I mean, for Todd, like, it seemed fairly upbeat and positive, looking forward to the new season. But I think just in terms of if, if psychologically, to having something like that on the horizon for so long and then being removed. If you're a player in that squad last year, it suddenly goes from you you potentially have the chance to, to just step up to, to MLS in a year or two or whatever, to have that move, have that um, that pathway, just disappear it's gonna it's gonna knock you and given the fact that we're you know we're in a pandemic setting um certainly challenging i'm gonna be interested though to see how they get on next time they face the roots there's still a lot of hmm, interesting feelings i think between the two clubs a burgeoning rivalry um, yeah. but it all goes back to <laughs> to last year and the roots of home opener in the game that never was yeah yeah i think i think uh the one, the best part about last season um, for the Roots, um, you know, following it was the budding rivalry between Oakland and Sacramento Republic. Um, you know, that the June game and all the different ideas that different people on different sides had about the reasons why that happened. 
um, which, you know, but I think, uh, you know, it really set that foundation. Like in that final game, when, um, you know, when Oakland had to really get that three points um, against Sacramento Public, that was, I would say, was the most exciting, the most fun game last season. Besore most intense game. Inside to the back post! A dream here for Oakland! Clementa against a team that he won a championship with in this league, now doing it for his hometown, Oakland up 2-1. to one. It just was a really great game, and, you know, it's just it's always great to have that local rival um, that you can just face off against and you just really kind of hate, you know, and I think that there's that bad blood now already formed between those two teams um, because of that, that roots home opener, um, what happened with there. So, um, and turf gate, I guess you could say. Yeah. <laughs> so it'll be, yeah, it'll be interesting to see, um, you know, how that progresses in the second season. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm, still, I'm still, sorry, I'm still determined to, we got it. Someone's got to name this, this derby it's got it we got to give it a name we got to give it something right. good yeah listeners so. please feel free to hit us up with your suggestions it's true no and like yeah try not to involve any highways interstates wherever <laughs> bonus points if you can get away from those cliches <laughs> um but that said there is a new player a new team who step up for their new uh debut season in the usl championship is monterey bay fc um, hopefully they've got their pitch sorted. I think they were put, installing their uh, scoreboard last time I checked, but this is going to be an interesting one. They've got um, yeah some interesting people on the yeah, involved with the club, obviously with some experience of the uh, USL and so on. But Doug, what how are you feeling about these guys? What, what, what do you think people should uh, expect from this club? And yeah, what you're excited about? Um, you know, it's it's exciting first off that you know there'll be a third team a third local team that you know fans can drive to um in northern california with uh, monterey they're going to have a the beautiful stadium on the you know cal state monterey bay campus um you know and yeah they're going to play they're playing the first i think the first seven or eight games of the season on the road while that stadium gets completed um but it's been making progress um and it looks like it's going to be a super nice place to play um and uh, i'm definitely looking forward to getting down there to, to watch some of those games. Um, but it, it's a team, you know, led by Frank Yelp, you know, super experienced, former San Jose earthquake, great uh, coach who is going to have his, uh, I think he's going to be retired. I, I, the other day they, they made that announcement with San Jose um, or, or he's going to be honored at least um, by, for winning those two championships when he was uh, in charge of, of the earthquakes. But the club has definitely um, is going to be, similar to like the roots they're going to be building from the back up and they, they, they got a super solid foundation in the back. Um, and they'd be going from there. Um, they're starting with, um, one of the best defenders in USL, um, Hugh Roberts, who, um, played for, uh, last couple seasons with the Charlotte independence. Um, and he led that their back line for, for three seasons. And he, has been acquired by uh, Monterey Bay. Um, he's also interesting off the pitch because he was the founder of the USL Black Players Alliance. So, um, you know, he, he definitely has leadership qualities, will be bringing a lot to the team on and off the field. Um, and it's an exciting player to, um, for the, to, to definitely build that back line uh, around. Um, and then another uh, important defender um, that a lot of, you know, our podcast listeners will know is, is Kai Green, who 
um, for all the signings that they had in the defense. Um, I guess they <laughs> realized they had a little too many defenders. So um, uh, Monterey Bay uh, acquired him and for undisclosed fee. Um, so I think, you know, Kai um, and, um, and Hugh are going to form like a really interesting, a really strong, you know, center back uh, uh, defense, uh, central defense for that, the, for Monterey, for Monterey Bay. Um, and it's, and their midfield is going to be re really interesting as well. Um, they've gotten a lot of experienced players um, with USL championship experience that they've brought in. Um, one of them is uh, James Murphy, who, who played last season for Rio Grande Valley. Um, and he uh, ha had a good season with them. Um, and the, another player that on in the uh, is um, Aaron Basujevic, who um, also was a USL, um, played last, last couple of seasons, Oklahoma City Energy. And so they brought, I think there's a two of the really, they both have experience um, in USL and um, Aaron has played in Europe as well. Um, he was a product of the New York Red Bulls Academy. So um, he, they definitely have decided to go this season with a lot of experienced players in USL championship, some with, with your European experience as well too, um, which is, so they're gonna have a lot to build up around. Uh, and the attack, uh, one of the more interesting players that they signed um, is uh, Walmart Martinez, who had a, a brief stint um, with the uh, Project 510 um, with the Oakland Roots before he um, went over to Hartford Athletic and, um, you know, the USL team there and, um, and, and made a good career of here, there, started his professional career there. He originally um, was from Santa Cruz, but played his college in Cal State University of Monterey Bay. So it's kind of a homecoming for him in yep. a way to get back to Monterey Bay. Um, one of the cool things about it, his growth, is that he has actually um, joined the El Salvador national team. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, and he, you know, he played in the Gold Cup, and he actually was playing the last round of uh, World Cup qualifiers. He faced off against the United States. Beautiful turn by Martinez! Martinez, so um, yes. you know, definitely some quality up there, like a really interesting player that, um, you know, I think, you know, he's, he is only 23. So he's definitely got a, a lot of, you know, promise ahead of him. So it's a really interesting team. Like, uh, you know, they've, it's like, you know, most teams, I think even in the USL or any uh, league, you know, build up from the back, build a solid back and then put in some experienced um, players and then maybe some players of promise. So, um, I think those are some of the players that are really going to be uh, interesting to look forward to uh, the upcoming season. Yeah, I agree with all of that. And there's one other one of the players that I'm looking forward to seeing as well is Sam Glido, who, I mean, he's born in England, but grew up in the US after, I think, seven years or 10 years or something like that in, in the UK. But yeah, he's a, a very experienced player. He's only still 25, I think, but yeah, quality midfielder. Um, chips in with your goal here and there and I think he's going to be a, a very uh, solid addition to this squad it's always interesting to see how new teams how long it takes them to kind of gel how long it takes them to acclimatize you never know things could go very well it could take them a bit longer um, but as we've seen with Oakland last season so it's not necessarily a bad thing um, people can underestimate you I think sometimes um, and 
yeah, a fresh group sometimes produces great things. So it's going to be interesting to see. And like you said, it's going to be a great day trip um, for visiting friends as well. Yeah, and I, I really hope, um, you know, there, there's the, the Salinas Valley down there, um, you know, has a, it's a soccer hotbed, you know, mm. and, you know, part of the, their message is the union between, you know, the inland and the coastal communities there, bringing that area together and being a team that represents that whole area. Um, so, yeah, I'm really excited to see, you know, they're going to, like I said earlier, they're going to have a nice stadium, you know, great location, great place to play, no real competition, you know, professional level. So, um, in an area that soccer is big. So I think it's, I think it's a really exciting, um, place to play. I'm excited to see how they're going to do, um, hope they get some big crowds there as well. Um, and, uh, yeah, like, like we're, we were saying just a second ago, definitely a great place to go for, uh, for a road trip. All right, Doug, it's going to be exciting. Whatever happens this year, um, there should be some great football. Yeah, definitely looking forward to it. It's, um, you know, it's, it's a new, interesting chapter for uh, Northern California soccer. So it should be a fun year. Any predictions at this stage? If I said who would, if just the one, two, three. Uh, those three. Republic, Monterey. Who do you think? Uh, you know, I'm going to go, I'm going to be a little bit contrarian here, but I think Zach Poe is going to have a, a rebound year um, and they're going to go first, uh, Oakland route second and, and Monterey is, is going to be solid going to be tight between all of them and they'll be a, a close third okay i'm a bit more bullish roots a bit more bearish sack and yeah no offense more right but yeah i i'd go roots republic monterey i also didn't want to pick the same teams you were gonna pick so i knew that's what you were gonna pick so <laughs> i had to be a little contrarian there it can make it a little more interesting <laughs> fair piece, fair piece. i think regardless it's going to be an interesting year so yeah Keep it here, people. There's plenty more football chat coming.